Chaos and Christ Podcast. Chaos and Christ Podcast. We honor Christ. Lift heavy weights, act like men, and resist tyranny. And now your host, Alexi Felix. Welcome back to Chaos in Christ Podcast. I'm your host, Alexi Felix, and it's a pleasure that you are joining with me today. And it's even more awesome that you're watching this on video format. Today, we are going to get into discussing fulfillment outside of Jesus Christ. Finding fulfillment outside of Christ leads to chaos. Now, if this is your first time listening to this show, you know, a lot of people tend to ask you to subscribe right away, to follow, to leave a rating and review. I'm going to ask you not to do that. I'm going to ask you to give me a chance to earn that in hopes that this message, this conversation with myself is going to help you and really just draw you to Christ. So save that to the end. And if you felt like this was something that blessed you, then please consider doing that. But going ahead into this topic of finding fulfillment outside of Christ, there was about four key topics I thought was very interesting that I found in an article that was basically a review about Netflix's newest show called Beef. Now, there's four key points, and really what this boils down to is that Netflix's Beef shows nothing in the secular world can fill our inner void. And we do have an inner void. We've had it since the creation after the fall. We have had an inner void, and it reveals itself in so many different ways. And I think that in the year 2023, we can truly see what the void that is now uh, and what we do to fulfill it and the chaos it leads us to. So the show highlights the emptiness and futility of seeking fulfillment through worldly pursuits like fame and success. You have a sister who is, I think, has a plant business that is doing very successful. She's looking to sell her store. It's like $10 million she's trying to sell it for. And then you got a brother who has a construction business that isn't doing well. It's actually, they're struggling, but each of them are trying to fulfill their void through different means, which I think based on the article, not full disclosure, I've not watched the show, but the article that I read was on the federal list and I thought it was pretty good. I liked the article. The person was breaking down is what I'm basically wanting to break down to you because it aligns with my message as well. The characters in the show struggle with broken relationships, addiction, and mental health issues, which are common consequences of seeking fulfillment in things that ultimately don't satisfy, right? Like it doesn't matter if your business is thriving and you are just pumping out profits, all right? You're living in the best part of town. You have the best home. You have access to all sorts of events and networking opportunities that most people at the bottom of the totem pole won't have the opportunity to do. On the flip side, you can try to deny and lie about your current status in life because you are struggling, because life is harder, or you are poor, financially speaking, and you want to create this sort of facade about yourself that isn't really real, and, but you're trying to find fulfillment and acceptance in others and what they perceive you to be and being that person of status, though you don't necessarily really have it. The article argues that the only way to truly find fulfillment is through a relationship with Jesus Christ, to having faith. 
The podcast will explore why Jesus is the only source of true fulfillment and why seeking satisfaction in anything else will ultimately leave us feeling empty. So I have to speak from the heart on this. I've had many things in my own life that I've used and not put in the place of Christ, right? Meaning like it wasn't on purpose, but it definitely seeps in and kind of like veers you off course and you don't even realize that that's what's happening to you. At one point in life, the main thing that I tried to find fulfillment in wasn't through my fitness journey, right? If I got to be honest, if I'm going to be honest with anyone, I might as well be honest with you. When I first started out in fitness, it definitely wasn't something that I sought to do. It was mostly a bit of a peer pressure from one of my best friends that eventually hooked me into the whole thing. But what really got me, what really was driving that part of me was a fulfillment factor of self-esteem, of being desired and being respected. See, growing up, I was picked on. I was made fun of because I grew up in a neighborhood that was predominantly Latino and black. And I didn't look like I was Latino, but I am. I'm Puerto Rican. And so you mentioned that you're Puerto Rican, but you look like how I look. And people made fun of that, right? It didn't fit the status quo. It didn't fit what that was supposed to look like. Not to mention, aside from that, when I got into my middle school years and late middle school years, and then especially in high school, I developed an issue with certain foods that I didn't realize was happening at the time that caused me to just develop so much severe cystic acne that my self-esteem, my, my self-worth was just down the drain. It just wasn't up. And I struggled with that. Yes, I got made fun of. Yes, I got bullied by that. And even more so, I bullied myself. I hated myself. I had so much anger within myself. I wanted to find acceptance. And I did things in high school for that acceptance that I regret today. But one of the things that kind of came into my life that was a positive thing was fitness. Because once you start that journey, and I'm buying was a very skinny kid as well. It was just not going for me. I'm not tall. I'm not big. I had acne. I didn't look like I was Puerto Rican. I looked more Polish than anything. A lot of things just weren't going for me. It just wasn't happening for me. And the gym, the fitness world hooked onto me. And when I started to develop mass and muscle and just started to gain a little bit more size, I noticed that there was a sort of reception I was getting that I liked, I was hooked on. And before you know it, that became my life. It became everything. I wanted to be that guy. And so I found myself at the gym anytime I could. Through the storms, through the sunny days, through the cold days, through blizzards, it didn't really matter. I was going to get into the gym because I saw one thing. I saw one thing in mind was acceptance. I saw an ability to uh, generate attraction from the opposite sex for sure. Let's not deny it here. I wanted the attraction from women that I always uh, found that I appreciated in the eye, but I knew wouldn't appreciate me. I'm being very vulnerable right now. But anyway, that was my thing. And so I put years into it. I spent a lot of money into it. I put myself in debt just because I knew that I needed to have a certain amount of calories in my body to keep growing. And the growth wasn't happening fast enough. I've stuck with this 
and I still train now. It's just a staple of my life. It's a routine. And I train for different reasons now. God has definitely done a work in me. But for a period of time, it was my fulfillment. It was what I needed for self-esteem. It was my quote unquote savior to redeem me and save me from all that that I dealt with, all that, that isolation and loneliness and depression and anger because of what I was dealing with. It became everything for me. But then you come to a place in life when you realize it isn't enough. It is never enough because I, I can go and I can tell you now that the things that I tried to accomplish and sought for, I actually did. I actually accomplished it where young men would be like, what? Tell me more. But what's heartbreaking about it is all I have now is regret for the things that I chased after because of what the world says I should have had, what fitness was trying to fulfill for me, what I was trying to use that to fulfill in me. And it, all it did was leave me in depression. And it ultimately ruined my relationship with my daughter's mom. And, and now fitness didn't do that, right? It wasn't that fitness was evil. It was me trying to find fulfillment in fitness that led me to the place uh, where I was trying to be. And it ultimately didn't fulfill because I would get what I wanted and then need another hit of it. And I'm talking about other things that I'm not looking to get into right now. I use fitness as my fulfillment to get these other things. I got those other things. They did not fulfill and it was never enough. And so I kept going and going and going until I completely destroyed myself. And so I found myself in a very dark pit where now when I hear young guys talk about these things, what they want to pursue as far as just trying to hook up with so many females, trying to look a certain specific way, trying to garner respect, trying to make sure that people know them based on their reputation, you realize. Like, it's nothing to be proud of. I wouldn't pursue that. It will leave you feeling even less fulfilled than you probably feel now. And no matter what you try, no matter what you try to do, nothing will satisfy unlike the truth. And the truth is that only Christ can satisfy and fill that void. And I left myself in shambles and chaos. Even now, I'm still dealing with the consequences of that lifestyle and choices that I've made. I'm still dealing with it now. And that's what sin does. But ultimately, what happened was I found myself at a place where if I don't make a decision here, if I don't repent, then I'm either going to really truly ruin my life or I'm going to do something that would just end it all. I actually got to a place like that where it got really dark for me because I realized it didn't fulfill. The things that I was dealing, doing and dealing with, I was then trying to go to a different source to fulfill, right? So this left me in shambles. I thought it was supposed to give me happiness, fulfillment. I thought it was supposed to make me feel like a man. I thought I was finally, my self-esteem was through the roof and my confidence level was up there. I thought it was all that I wanted and needed and yet it didn't work. And so I was lost in that. And to escape that, when I was not working, when I was not in the gym, I was getting high. And I was putting all of my money and time into hanging out with people that wanted to do just that and get high, smoke, and just escape. But then that lasted for a little while. And then eventually that wasn't working. That honestly put me into even more deeper depression. 
Nothing fulfilled. Nothing was fulfilling. Promiscuity doesn't fulfill. Drugs do not fulfill. Going after success doesn't fulfill. I got another thing for you, and I'm not trying to belabor myself here, but I mean, I'm sharing it from here so that maybe it helps you. Success, right? So I work in sales and being the best, there's a competitive nature in me. Being the best is what I want it to be. It isn't even about the money. Of course, I like the money, but I found myself in a situation where there was a couple of weeks where I wasn't actually the top guy. Actually, a new person came in and started killing the game and still is. And I found myself not looking like the top rep that I was at one point. And all of a sudden, I started to doubt myself as a person, started to doubt myself as a person with purpose. And it put me in a place of depression. I'm telling you, even in the success of your career, especially for men, it will not fulfill. There's only so many sales you can make in order for you to get that high before it's gone again. I mean, in sales, it really is a turnover thing. Like you're the man one week, Monday, you're back to nothing. You are nothing until you can prove the same or top it. And that's what it was. And that's typically the careers I've ever been involved with was sales. And so you were top guy. And then the next day, if you didn't hit those numbers, everybody was talking about you. You were off your game. You couldn't hack it. Or you have to hit a quota. And if you don't hit it at a certain period of time, you're gone. Some of that was what was messing me up. It was the fulfillment I got of knowing that I was the guy that people said, man, how does Lex do it? This guy closes deals. This dude has a talent. He is skillful. He's great at public speaking. He's this, this, and that. I found fulfillment in that. But when it's gone, the moment, in just a moment, all of a sudden, my world's in shambles. I am in the state of inner turmoil. What's going on there? It's putting my hope and things into false things, false hope. They don't work. They don't work. They don't fulfill you. They ultimately, they fall short. Let's see here. John 15, 5. So let's start in verse 4, actually. Verse 4, Jesus is talking, Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Verse 5, I am the vine. You are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. This is Jesus telling us, quite literally, using a analogy of branches and vine, that unless we are connected to the source, because we're just branches, unless we're connected to the source, we're dead. We can do nothing. There's nothing in within ourselves that can actually fulfill to save ourselves, to give us meaning. Nothing apart from Christ. Because apart from him, we can't bear fruit. And that's what we're looking for, right? We're looking for the evidence of a purpose-driven life, right? And what do we do? We look to ourselves. We live in a culture that says that all your answers are found in stoicism. All your answers are found in you. Look deep within yourself. You are the one that needs to develop that fruit. You got to find fulfillment in yourself. And a lot of these people today, too, would actually agree with me and say, you're not going to find it in drugs. You're not going to find it in sleeping around with other people. 
You're not going to find it in success externally, whether that's in business, sales, whatever it is that you find your hands doing. You're not going to find fulfillment in that success. Some of these guys, these personal development gurus, will actually agree with me on that. There is a hint of truth in that. That is very true. There is no truth in those things. But what I'm what I'm seeing here in scripture is that outside of Christ, we're not going to get that. We're not going to be fulfilled. We won't bear fruit as it reads. Because why? Because Jesus is divine and we are the branches. Now, whoever abides in him, and then he in them, he it is that bears much fruit. That's Jesus speaking. There is an abiding that needs to take place. There is a trust and a clinging to, a holding on to Christ as the source of all, as nothing else matters but him, but Christ alone. Apart from me, you can do nothing. That is literally what Christ is saying. And in Psalms 107.9, for he satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. And that's us. That's a perfect picture of us, a perfect picture of who we are. We are thirsty. It's like we're in the middle of a desert. We've been left alone. There is no water in sight, not even a tree with some shade to provide. But he satisfies the thirsty and he fills the hungry with good things. Things that we can appreciate because it comes from him, not from within ourselves, not from the external things that this world is trying to offer us, not by finding your true self and diving deep into yourself and loving yourself and then living for your own happiness. It's not going to come in that. It won't happen. It won't work. I've tried it. I've tried it many times. It only ruined me. And it still gives me consequences to this day. For the wages of sin is death. That is what scripture teaches. And I saw that to be true in my own personal life. And maybe you too have seen that to be true in your own personal life. You, maybe you're finding yourself in a place of despair and chaos because of past sins. Because you're trying to find fulfillment in other things. You're trying to, maybe you are a Christian and you're saying, yes, I have Jesus. But plus this, like Jesus plus stoicism, Jesus plus fitness, Jesus plus my girlfriend, Jesus plus my boyfriend, Jesus plus my wife, husband, plus, 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 right? Jesus plus my kids. My kids are my saviors. Like, I don't know where I would be without my kids. Those are signs that tell us that we're probably not abiding in Christ as we should right? As Christians. And then maybe you're just dealing with life and you find yourself in a place where you're not where you want it to be. And you're trying your best. You're trying to be fulfilled. You're trying to read books. You're trying new things in life, new jobs. They've taken you abroad, whatever it is, you're trying here, but you still find yourself in the same place at times. It's like you're going in circles. I know many who have been there. I know that I've been there as well. But here's what I can tell you, and this is all I have for you. I got nothing else for you because that chaos will continue. That's the thing about this, right? The thing about us here in this world, regardless of what happens in the political realm, regardless of what happens in your work with life and even in your personal life, we find ourselves in a constant state of chaos because we are a people who are stiff-necked and stubborn. 
we take our eyes off of Christ and then we look to the external sources or we look into ourselves as the culture teaches us to do today and we try to find answers or we get a little bit of religion with Jesus, but we add something else because that's how we're going to do it. And we find ourselves in a state of chaos. Guys, all I can tell you is this, is that on this side of eternity, all that we are told will help us, all that we are told will make us happy, all the lies that we are told about that we just need to pursue what makes us happy is a lie and will leave us feeling more empty and in despair. And those decisions can lead us into a place of pure chaos that would destroy your life and your family and those that are around you. That's the problem with us today. We are so self-centered. We are so looking within ourselves, thinking that we've, we're going to find the answers, and it just never works. People jump to one thing and to the other. So what is my conclusion here? What is my prayer for you? Is that you do exactly what Jesus just told us back in John. Why? Because in, if you go back to verse 1 in chapter 15 of John, Jesus says, I am the true vine. The true vine. We keep going to these false vines and trying to attach ourselves as branches to them, but there's no real life source coming. Right? We're not really getting connected to something that is actually a part of the true vine. Everything else is false. But Jesus says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that, bear, that does bear fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. And maybe another thing to say, those that are being pruned, and you think, I'm abiding in Christ. I hear you, Lex. I'm abiding in him, but I'm really going through it right now. Well, look, if your trust is in Christ, then know this, that you, are, you and I are going to go through pruning. And it's not pleasant, but it's so that we can bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word that I've spoken to you. Again, verse 4, abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. That is the answer. The answer isn't in your blunt. The answer isn't in sleeping around with females. It isn't in sleeping around with men and getting practice in. It isn't in your OnlyFans account. It isn't in looking to yourself and finding inner peace within yourself and joining a sisterhood that is all about inner peace and women power and then men being blackpilled, talking about, I don't need women. Women are all messed up. Like You're not going to find anything fulfilling in any place unless you find it in Christ alone. And when you do find it in Christ alone and it is guided by the word of God and it's being taught to you with sound doctrine and theology, then you'll realize that Christ is all you need and that he will begin the work in you. He will do the pruning in you to bear more fruit. But apart from him, we can't bear fruit. Did I drive my point across? I hope I did. I hope you're finding this to be an encouraging ending. Lean on Christ. Trust in him. 
I know you're going through it. I, I can imagine that everyone is going through something. And if you're not, you're going to eventually. And then you're going to come out of it. You're going to have a period of peace and joy. And then again, you're going to go through it again. Again, find your peace in Christ. Because as I always like to say, in the midst of chaos, Christ is there. God bless. If you found value, then please subscribe and leave an honest rating and review. And remember that in the midst of chaos, Christ is there.